It was a hot Saturday night, August 17th, 2019, in Atlanta, Georgia. Isaiah Payton was leaving a high school football game when out of nowhere, he was struck in the spine by a stray bullet, which left him paralyzed from the waist down. He wasn't able to leave to the hospital, and that's not because he wasn't cleared to go home, but instead his family home was not able to accommodate his new needs. A Freemason heard about this, reached out to Isaiah's mother, found them a home, furnished that home, and paid a year's worth of rent for that family. Want to know who that Freemason was? Stick around to the end of this episode, and I'm going to let you know. What else are you going to find out in this episode? I'm going to tell you a trick that Gary V, Willie Nelson, and Donnie Wahlberg use to increase their success and be happy. And lastly, I'm going to share with you my story of what led me to becoming a Freemason. Hello, my name is Tony Hendricks, and this is Modern Masons, bringing Freemasonry into the 21st century. The opinions reflected in this podcast are strictly the opinions of the podcaster and do not reflect any opinions of any Grand Lodge or any Lodge thereafter. Once again, my name is Tony Hendricks, and I am so excited to have you here today. Welcome to the show. This is Modern Mason, I'm guessing 2.0. I'm super excited because basically what we are here to do is we are the next generation of Freemasonry. We are here to take Freemasonry into the 21st century and to make it thrive. And that's what we're going to do. I want to put out there real quick, and I'll go into more detail at the end of the show. Uh, We have a website, modernmason.us. Again, modernmason.us. The site is in its infancy uh, phases. Um, We're going to get a blog up and going on that. Um, We really want to engage community um, and get people involved. I really would love to hear from you brothers. I would love your input. I would love to know if your lodge is already doing something, uh, any of that stuff. I want to get this conversation going because here's the deal. We are the next generation of the craft. And I don't know how your lodge looks. Uh, and this isn't, you know, lodge talk. This is just general, uh, observable. The older generation Uh, A lot of them are transitioning and moving on, and they're not able to be as active. Uh, And that calls for this generation to step up and to take the helm uh, and start taking over some of these roles. And that's what this show is going to discuss uh, and, and basically just help us grow together and, again, make Freemasonry thrive. So I am super, super excited for that. I don't know if I said it yet, but I'm going to say it. If I did say it, I'm saying it again. If I didn't first time there is a facebook group uh modern mason that's on facebook you, sh- you can search for it it is a private group it has the same logo as the podcast um there's a few questions this group again is specifically for uh freemasons so if you're not a freemason i do apologize you cannot join this group listen to the podcast by all means and if you are not a mason and you are interested find a mason email me tony at modernmason.us and say hey I'm interested in becoming a Mason, and I will tell you what to do. It's a great 
organization, a great fraternity, a great brotherhood. Um, and I, I love it. And that's why I do what I do. So I'm done with my self-promoting there. Let's get on to today's show. Gary V, Willie Nelson, and Donnie Wahlberg all have this one practice in common. They use this to further their success and also to be happy. I don't know about you, but I'm pretty sure Willie Nelson, I know Gary V, and I'm pretty sure Donnie Wahlberg are all pretty happy dudes. They seem to have their stuff together. They seem to know what's going on. So what is the secret that they utilize for happiness? Well, when I tell you, you're going to say, okay, that was pretty simple. But I promise you, it's legit. The secret they use is gratitude. Now you're saying gratitude. What does that got to do with anything? Gratitude is huge. Uh, Gary Vee, and I love this quote, he said, I will never take it for granted. I understand the perspective of it all. And I hate how many people think glass half empty when their glass is really four-fifths full. I'm grateful when I have one drop in the glass because I know exactly what to do with it. Again, I know you're thinking, what does that got to do with gratitude? You know what I mean? I mean, the glass have empty and all that. Here's the deal. We kind of function uh, in, in patterns. Um, and if you think of a stick, our brains kind of get in habitual patterns. So if we're someone who is complaining a lot or is just not happy with where they're at, but maybe not complaining, but just not happy on the inside and their internal dialogue is that of, oh, this house is so small and I got a, I got a leak in the roof. This yard is out of control and it drains. When it rains, it drains into the basement. If that's all you think about, you're probably going to hate your house. There's people who have a lot less and yet they're thankful for at least having a roof over their head when it rains at night. Again, a lot of people don't. And, I, and I'm, the reason I keep saying this is I hopefully I, you catch yourself doing what I'm saying. Because a lot of people really want to jump off and discredit this as being kind of a slick little trick to make you all of a sudden happy for what you don't have. So that way you deal with less in life. And I will assure you. As someone who has practiced this and continues to practice this, that is not the case. Um, I'm someone who came from a background of depression, uh, really bad anxiety, and I'm not saying that for a woe of me. I'm just letting you know. I'm not a happy-go-lucky type person. I originally wasn't. Um, I was very pessimistic. Think of Eeyore with a little bit more darkness and more and morbidity to it. I was, it was pretty bad. Um, and it got so bad where I just, it was affecting my children. You know, I have two girls and my wife told me like, they know, you know, you're physically here, but you are emotionally gone. And that just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was willing to try anything at that point. Um, I had taken antidepressants, you name it. I took it. None of those helped. And I was willing to try anything. I'm not saying it was all gratitude. I'm not saying it was just, that's all I did and everything changed. But it was a huge, huge chunk of like my work. And it has changed my life. And I will tell you, it's not being hoodwinked <laughs> and being told, oh, be thankful for what you got because that's all you're getting. Um, it's basically saying, you know what? 
these things that I've already been entrusted with to be stewards of and, and to take care of as well as they take care of me or however you want to look at it or if it's friends or anything, I'm thankful I have these. Um, think of, and I hate to go all biblical here, but think of the story of the prodigal son just because it comes to head. When that son left, um, imagine if the only thing that father did was to spend his whole life looking for that son that left and never took care of the son that was there. In other words, not being thankful for the son he still has. You know, we, we don't, there's always going to be wants in life and things that we want. You know, I, I got, <laughs> anytime I get something, I'm on to the next. And it's just, think of the last big thing you bought. You know, are you, you were already on to the next thing. And if you're not, maybe that was recent, think of the thing before that and so on. They, that's, it's just human nature. And if we're not grateful for things, then it's, we're just like kids who are spoiled. We have everything. We're not grateful for anything. So that's, I, that, that was long, but I just don't want you to have the mentality of, oh, he's hoodwinking me. This is a trick. He's, he's trying to make me. Because that's the way I felt for a very long time. And if you can avoid years of discrediting this word of wisdom or words of wisdom um, like I did and blowing it off and trying everything else and uh, taking this on and trying this now, you'll save a lot of headache. And that's just coming from me. Willie Nelson, and I love this one too, said, when I started counting my blessings, my whole life turned around. And I know that's such a simple quote, but that should tell you the power. I mean, this is Willie Nelson. Whether you're a country fan or not, the man is, is a legend. Um, and I like what Donnie Wahlberg said too, and that's why I chose these guys. Every single day, no matter what I feel like, the moment that I wake up, I try to bring myself back to gratitude. So if I wake up and my back hurts, or I'm tired, or I have a big event that day, or I'm stressed out, or I'm worried about something, or I don't feel good before I do anything. I just try to clear all the thoughts out of my head and take a moment to be thankful for where I am and that I'm actually breathing oxygen and have another day to try and live my best life. That's huge. That is so huge. This is coming from people I know that you're thinking, well, of course they can count their blessings. They have everything. <laughs> but if you really go back and honestly look at these people and the, their journey to get where they're at, they didn't always have everything. Uh, Gary V, yeah, his dad sold wine at a liquor store, and then he just went bam with it. But, you know, he, he didn't have everything. He started out, he was a wheeler and dealer, but, man, that guy practices gratitude and helps so many people, and he's not even a psychologist. And he just, he's such a light to the world. Uh, with his just good spirit. I mean, he's such a grateful person, and he's just so positive. Willie Nelson, you know, whether you like him or not, um, he's never really been negative in music, never spoke about uh, hurting anybody. You know what I mean? He, he sings country music. Um, he's, he's a big pothead. Um, but he's a rather positive and happy person, you know? Uh, he, he's all about people using... Uh, and living their or using natural remedies and, and being healthy and living their best life. Um, Donnie Wahlberg, you know, the guy's done a lot. He's a great actor. Uh, comes from a big family, you know, makes a good burger. Also, practicing gratitude. Um, 
go back to that stick. You know, if you spend your time on the negative end of the stick, or if you spend your time watching negative shows that, or listening to negative music, and and that sounds so. It almost makes me go back to, you know, like when you're a kid and, oh, it's a naughty word. And I'm not talking about cuss words. I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm just talking about, is it negative? Is everything that you take in negative, geared towards bad, crime, people being hurt, pain, people suffering? Is there any happiness? And is the happiness not at the expense of someone else? Because that's another thing that is very prevalent in media here in America is happiness based on someone else's downfall. Um, I know that sounds crazy, but those things are important when it comes to all this. Um, so here's a few steps for practicing gratitude in your own life and, and how you can implement this practice and see if it benefits you. One thing I would say is every day, if you can come up with a list of, I would say at least 10, Okay, if you can't do 10, do as many as you can. But if you can do more than 10, do that. Come up with a list of things that you are grateful for. Write them down or type them into your phone. Make a list. And then every day, spend some time, five minutes, 10 minutes. Again, the more you spend, the better. I'm not saying spend hours and devote your whole day to, uh, you know, sitting out by your car and just thanking it. (laughs) But devote some time and really feel gratitude and thankful for having these things in your life. Um, Again, if you can do more than 10, the more you do, the better. The things that are bothering you, uh, like I said with the house, if you're having those issues with your house, then go around your house and think of all the things that are great. And if it's really hard to do that, start general. Again, if it, you know, if your roof leaks, but for the most part, it keeps you dry. It keeps you dry. You know, thank God I have a dry place to sleep. Thank God I have walls around me to protect me from the wind. Thank God I do have shelter. There's people who sleep outside on the ground. Um, start general and, and take these things that are bothering you in your life and start to feel some gratitude around them. You know, I'm not saying if you have a difficult person that's downright honoring to you to just be like, oh, I love them to death and all that. And just, but honestly, maybe try to become their fan. It really works, okay? It really does. And my third tip, it doesn't seem like it goes along with my gratitude talk here, but it really does, is to stop judging. Now, I know that's hard, but actively trying to start, stop judging. Take baby steps. Stop judging a group of people at first, you know? Uh, Or stop judging people in general if you can. And then just stop judging, just realize that people are entitled to their own reality and they can do whatever they want. I mean, they really can as long as they're not hurting you, you know, uh, unfortunately, well, fortunately, but I mean, in this case, unfortunately, and it's going to sound kind of sarcastic, but we can't control everyone else's behavior. So we shouldn't try. So stop judging because here's what happens when you judge, when you judge something, you instantly find out what needs to be improved. So then if it's yourself, you say, oh, I need to improve this and you may improve it or start working out or I don't know, do this or do that or get a different, I don't know, whatever you think you need to improve. And then once you start improving something, you have to judge it because if you're improving something, you're changing it from a one state to a new state. And if it's based on improvement, then you're going to have to look at the prior to the new to judge the changes. <laughs> 
And then it's a vicious cycle and it goes on and on. So try to stop judging. Not only will you end that vicious cycle, but the more you stop judging others, you'll stop judging yourself. Because the only reason you're judging others is, and I hate to say this, but you're trying to feel better about yourself. You're looking at them and you're judging all of your views and beliefs and bouncing them off everybody else. And if they go against it, you're like, huh, because you never want to do that, right? And, and that's what we do. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. That's why we judge. Because other than that, it's not our business. <laughs> it has no basis for us at all. It's not our business. Okay? And we should mind our own. So stop judging people. And see how that works out for you. With this new format for the show, I'm also wanting to add a new segment called Why I Became a Mason. And I'm going to start reaching out, hint, hint, um, in Facebook to you guys right now on the podcast, uh, anywhere I can, and asking for your stories on why you chose to become a Mason. What was going on in your life? With that, I'm going to go ahead and share my story. Um, I am a first generation Mason in my family. Uh, my mother was a single mother, so there was no father around. Any. My grandfather was not a Mason. Um, he was a veteran, worked the post office, not a Mason. <laughs> um, I am a first generation Mason. Um, in my journey, honestly, I'm not going to go really far back and give you this long, boring story. Um, but I suffered, like I said earlier, with a lot of depression, uh, a lot of anxiety, just a lot of a lot of mental demons that I had to deal with, you know, a lot of things going on in my head. Um, and I didn't really start dealing with those things actively until I was in my thirties. Um, and I would have to say the past five, six years maybe have been like the best where I can really say that I've come out on the other side. Um, and that's huge. I used to deal with self hurt, um, I just, I dealt with it bad. Well, you know, one attempt, a very failed attempt, thank goodness, but one attempt at suicide, uh, just, just bad stuff. And I wasn't doing it for attention. I actually hid all my self hurt. Um, so nobody could see it. It was just for me, you know? Um, and so when I got out of that, it really got me into the search of bettering myself and becoming a student of my own mind and a student of uh, esoterics and of ancient mystery schools and of the self, all anything I could absorb, I did. Um, you know, I was raised in a church. My grandma played the piano and the organ, whichever the song called for at the church. And um, so I had to sit up front. And I was there every Sunday because I talked a lot. And I was there every Sunday. And up until she passed away, which was in ninety ninety one, I think now, uh, maybe two thousand and one. I'm sorry. Uh, 2001. Heck, I don't know. I think it was right. And I know that sounds terrible, but I'm pretty sure it was right around there. Um, you know, I was always in church and then I stopped. So at one point in my life, I would have, would say I was probably an atheist. Um, in the sense I was very angry and, and the God that the church taught me about just didn't gel. It seemed like a real, kind of a jerk guy, you know, and I'm not, 
knocking anybody's religion. I'm just saying that's how I interpreted God uh, from the Bible and some of the things. So I had to go on my own journey to figure out who God was to me. Um, and, you know, and in the church I'd went to wasn't the friendliest. Uh, again, everywhere has issues. I could give you reasons why, but I fell away from the church at that time. And, and it wasn't all the church's fault. I was just very bitter. Um, so I was an atheist for a while, <laughs> exploring my own thoughts. And I guess that turned into being agnostic or as maybe Christian agnostic, atheist, and back to agnostic. Now I'd consider myself a very spiritual person. I, I don't really align myself with religion. Um, you know, I read the Bible. I, uh, I, but I just don't align with the, everything to do with the church, if that makes sense. I don't knock them, but I just don't. Um, but I found a documentary on Netflix. Uh, and it had to do with the, the Grand Lodge of England. And it had to do with Freemasonry. And me just being curious and a documentary freak, um, I put it on. And once I found out what Freemasonry really was, um, I said, man, you know, I got to join this. Like, how do I do this? And I have a buddy named Chad who's one of the greatest mechanics I know. And uh, he is the greatest mechanic I know. And I reached out to him. I was talking to him. We always talked about goofy stuff. And he asked what I was doing. I was telling him, I said, you know, I really want to join this. And he's like, oh, my boss is a Freemason. I said, well, can you ask him about it for me? Just ask him what you got to do. And then it got quiet. Or he said, hold on. And I'm like, what are you doing? And the next thing you know, this guy's on the phone that I've never talked to before. <laughs> it's Chad's boss. And his name's Steve. And he's like, hey, you're, you're interested about Freemasonry. And I'm like, just very nervous. But I was like, yeah. And <laughs> said everything and gave him my information. And I didn't hear anything for about a month, two months. And then out of the blue, all of a sudden, I get a call, you know, from the lodge. And the rest is history. Um, so my journey into masonry was for me self-improvement to become a better person um you know masonry is all about making good men better and every day i strive to be that best version of me and it's really great to be amongst brothers who are all trying to do the same thing they all come from different walks of life they all do different things and have different views and beliefs but one thing one fiber we all hold true is that we are brothers uh, through the craft in that we are all striving to be the best version of us. And that is why I became a Mason. So at the very beginning of the show, I told you a story about a Freemason uh, who had found out about Isaiah Payton and who got them a house, paid for a whole year, and furnished it. And I'm going to tell you now who that, who that famous Freemason is. Uh, he is also an analyst on Inside the NBA. He also has been touring the world as a DJ and training with UFC fighters for his first MMA match, at the same time raising six children, and at the same time being a national spokesperson for the Boys and Girls Club. This famous Freemason is Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, did you know? <laughs> did I catch you by a surprise? Shaq is an awesome guy. He has a heart for kids. He donates himself to a lot of charities as well as lets him use his name and, you know, becomes a spokesperson. I mean, does anything he can. This past year, he bought an engagement ring. I wish I would have, I should have pulled that story up, but he bought an engagement ring. I remember seeing this uh, for some guy who was having trouble 
you know, buying his fiance an engagement ring. Shaq heard about it and just bought the engagement ring. I mean, that is the kind of guy Shaq is. That is a guy who, to me, really encompasses what Freemasonry is about. It's about just always being the best version of yourself and always being willing to help your brother helping charity whenever you are able to. So I thought that was an awesome story. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Again, changing up the format. I know things have been different. I promise you I'm not going to change it every week. I think this is how we're going to stay because I'm very excited about this. Um, well, and I've committed. Uh, how have I committed? Perfect segue. Modernmason.us. Again, not .com, modernmason.us. That's where you can find us. It's the website. It'll give you a link to the show. Um, you, it'll take you to our anchor landing page. Uh, where you can see all the different platforms you're able to listen to the podcast on. Uh, also have a Facebook group. If you search Facebook groups for Modern Mason, you'll see the same logo that the podcast has. There's a few questions. This group, again, is for Masons and Masons only. Um, if you're not a Mason, I'm so glad you're listening to this podcast. If you're interested in Masonry, I encourage you to reach out to your local lodge or your local Grand Lodge, or if you know a Freemason, and just say, hey, I'm very interested in learning more. The thing about Freemasonry is we kind of go by that whole phrase of, you know, knock and the door be answered, ask, and, and, you know, and your questions will be answered, or I messed that all up, you know, seek and you shall find, and all that goody good stuff. Um, If you don't know how to do that, reach out to me. My email is tony at modernmason.us. Um, I will put you in touch with someone in your state uh, and get you going. I mean, it is a great, great fraternity. You know, we are not the Illuminati. Unfortunately, you're not going to find out who killed Tupac, who killed Biggie, who killed JFK, um, and how much gold is in the pyramid. I don't know. You're not going to figure any of that stuff out. Um, If that's what you are seeking, uh, you are going to be very sadly disappointed because that is not the treasure in masonry. Um, you know, people who think that it's a world order, I would tell you when COVID started, we were shut down as well. So we must not be that powerful because <laughs> we weren't able to meet for a very long time. Um, if you have show ideas, if you have questions, if you want to tell me why you became a Mason, I would love to find out. Look for me on Facebook. Again, my name is Tony Hendricks. Not hard to find. Look for the group Modern Mason. Shoot me an email, tony at modernmason.us. Also, check out the page. If you like the show, subscribe. Uh, we're also setting it up where we're able to take donations. I know on the Anchor landing page that is already set up. Um, I'm also going to try to add a button to the website. Uh, the reason for that, I work a full-time job. It's nothing like that. I'm just trying to maybe get some supplemental money to help cover the website cost and all that on the back end. Um, not trying to make an income or anything off of it like that. Uh, just trying to recoup some of it and do it that way. Um, I thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Stick around and we will talk to you next time.